bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, as always, live in Austin, Texas, joined with Brian Brushwood. As per the huge. Who is live in Austin, Texas, of course. Yep. And we're joined with, uh, of course, you know him, you love him, Justin Robert Young. And he's, Justin, where are you live from today? I'm live from Austin, Texas, where yeah. I now yeah, yeah, yeah. live. Can we harmonize? Um, <clears throat> we'll do, we'll do uh, weird, weird things. Ready? Weird. Ready? Three, two, one. Weird, weird things. Bryce, where yeah, you have you have to come oh, in with the like, yeah, yeah. Oh. like yeah, at the let's end. Try it one okay, more time. One more time. Three, tell, yeah. two, one. Weird, weird things. things. Okay. <laughs> he didn't do the ooh. I did it. it was, oh, okay. We got to do it at the end. We, Should we do it one more time? Yeah, just, just to be safe. Okay. Just to be safe. Just, Three, uh, two, just one. a quick one. A quick one. Okay. Yeah. Weird, Weird things. things. Bob. All right. Hello. This is the podcast <laughs> all about God, this science is and yeah. space and oddities of the world. Thank you for joining us. Barbershop quartets. Uh, <laughs> so well, one, one, quartet, one of our... Well, one we, of we're going to have to hire a fourth person. Well, one of them yeah. would have to actually show up to work. You know, uh, like like he's or supposed move to, to yeah. Austin. He could move to Austin if he wanted to, but it wouldn't help him finish his book on time. So who Andrew Maine is out. Oh, yeah. He's out for this week. Oh, Andrew, and, of course, Andrew Maine. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Maine. Uh, yes, <laughs> so Andrew we've, Robert Maine. So we've got some stories here for you guys. Uh, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. I'm gonna I I'm gonna read this news report, but while I'm reading, I want you to percolate a little bit on. Uh, if I gave you a lot of money, how would you solve this problem? Okay. Okay. In Anchorage, Alaska, uh, Costco shoppers have been attacked, harangued, bedeviled by ravens. Ravens are stoking, staking out uh, a local Costco and are stealing, just stealing people's foods. Um <laughs> I mean, for, uh, uh, first of all, 100% believe it. Uh, ravens, too smart for their own good. Um, uh, I, 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 mm -hmm. uh, do you know what ravens sound like? Can Can you do ah. a, a raven impression? I, I think, yeah. Like, ah, ah. Okay. Ah. Uh, ah. Bryce? Caw, 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 caw. Uh, maybe more caw, 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 caw. <laughs> uh, Like here in Austin, it starts off like a half cough. It goes... Okay. Are those the ravens or the, or the grackles? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 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 shoppers have reported that uh, some of their meat uh, had been just stolen out of their cart. Uh, a little bit like a, like a four by six inch piece of meat. Are they working together? Are they working in herds the or flocks, the, the, the ravens, to get the meat up? Because I can't imagine one... One little raven getting getting a whole uh, meat Ravens package. Ravens are pretty big. We're not talking yeah. about gra grackles are tiny. Ra uh, crows are bigger. Ravens are kind of um, sizable. They're, they're big enough to carry letters. I know that much. Well, sure. Yeah, exactly. But 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 even if they're larger birds, like it's one thing to just pull it out of a cart. 
Right. Yeah. But that's not, I guess stealing is really what, what I want to interrogate here because like stealing presumes if, if, that they if, are if taking you it You want to see it well, in I, person. You go eat, to, they're surely eating it. You go to the Whole Foods on 6th Street or 5th Street in Lamar here yeah. in Austin, Texas. And what you'll see is you'll just sort of see left, right, left, right, just sort of standing, waiting, watching. Yeah. And then you leave them uh, uh, tater fries alone for just a minute. And it's just like left, okay. right, walking towards you. Wait, 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 wait. They definitely and they don't they don't fly away. What they do is they're like it's in my mouth. Left, right, yeah, left, right. Left, Look, all right. So, right, so that's left, scavenging, right? right? So yeah. the idea that there is pre-produced food out for for wildlife, I totally get. If we're talking about, you know, a a a a. a filet mignon or a strip steak or something like that that's in the cellophane i could understand that they now have learned okay there is meat in there i want to eat that meat right and i could get them ripping it out of there and eating it there but stealing to me makes it seem like they're they're like like you know they're handing it off from one beak to another in in in, in the heist of the century well uh I suppose scavenging to me would look more like uh, like like peck peck peck. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Oh my god! I'm eating. Oh, you caught me by. Uh, whereas stealing is just like, all right, don't look, don't look the other way. Just go and drag this around the corner. Exactly, but and no, but taking all- it somewhere. That, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Is is are these? Do we have information on this, Bryce? Uh, I I mean, they're certainly whether they're eating them there or taking them somewhere else to eat them. They are specifically targeting food. Um. To, to consume uh, someone uh, one of the reports here is of someone having I guess m- small mi- mini melons like in a mesh bag and the ravens trying to get through the bag to to get at uh, the melons uh, there's reports of them actually with uh, like a plastic uh, plastic wrapped meats uh, where they had pecked into it and so once the people had gotten home they hadn't stolen the meat but they got home and they realized that they had pierced through the plastic gotcha so they're being vagabonds, brigands, yeah, goons. They are posted up and they know what food looks like and they are going to take your food. I will say this. Alaska is uh, not for humans. It's for right. animals. Right. And the fact that humans live and, there and, is... And Russians. And, and Russians? Yeah. You can see them from your porch. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, there used to be a, a bridge, a land bridge. Yeah. 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 I don't think so anymore. I'm just saying... Uh, you are correct. Not for humans, only for animals and Russians. And Russians. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Both of which can take down a fifth of vodka within 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've known, well, Katie, our friend who, who used to work uh, as a, a, a part of the crew for Flying Wild Alaska and Ice Road Truckers, she spent a lot of time in Alaska, and it's like, it's just kind of an, like, uh, the most metropolitan outpost you could possibly think like, like even like Anchorage cities are like they're cities. They got all the city stuff, but there's just kind of a different way of living in, in much in the same way that there's a different way of living when you're on a Island, you know, for, for any kind of Island living, you just have to understand that things don't show up as fast. And there are, are uh, certainly weather hazards that, that don't happen in, in Island living. Well, so, so, so are we afraid of this trend spreading or, or where, uh, what's, where? well, I'm going to give you, let's say $10 million. How do you solve this? I mean, you poison everybody's meat. 
and you have signs that says if you're a human and you can read this, huh? all of this meat is poisoned. Okay, Please so, mm -hmm. pretend to buy it, use these monopoly dollars, walk outside and rehearse Those the following the transaction line. inside the building. Yeah. Too. Yes, correct. Uh, okay. re rehearse right. the following lines. Oh no, my meat. Please don't steal can't, it. No, can't can't do it. Brian, I hate to shoot down your oh, plan, but I'm okay. going to shoot down your plan. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have the actual citizens of the town be a part of this. Instead, we're going to have to we have 10 million dollars. Have 10 million dollars. We're going what to your build another town identical to the town that is <laughs> pretty good that is there right okay. we're gonna move them temporarily all yeah. the citizens all the citizens temporarily how, into the other town how much okay? is a nuke like one one thousand dollars right like get them all there and then no 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 come, come on what the Why? epa Why? would never let you nuke a bunch of birds here's what you need to go here's what you need to do we're then gonna hire Actors. Or like the Environmental Plutonium Agency, I'm right. <laughs> the way they're selling nukes. <laughs> uh, we're then going to hire actors to play every role in that town that we've relocated the actual townsfolk to town two. We're getting right? Twilight Zone them. So next thing you know, they're all actors. Yep. And they're doing exactly what you said, saying, oh, this meat. This meat is made for ravens. Right. A pity that I, a human, must eat it. Uh, and then the ravens think that they got something going on. Right. Oh, no, it's poison. At that point, when all the ravens are dead, we bring the townsfolk back. They give a standing ovation to right. all the actors. The actors bow. And then all the townsfolk laugh at the dead ravens. And then we reveal that all of the townsfolk that just showed up, they're all clones. of the It was the original city that, that got killed. All the meat was the original citizens. Spoilers. And then they have to decide, like, are they going to be cool? I think, that will count, I think that will count against you when we create the, the value of these proposals. So, okay, so the, idea, uh, the ideas are uh, poison the meat yes. and just yeah. kill the, the ravens and clone the town. But and also then also the destroy the raven. The All right, if I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do a dumb idea that is uh, 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 super dumb, less <laughs> Come on. less uh, dumb than hit, the one hit, I said. No, hit me with the dumb. A dome over the Costco. Costco dome. Okay, Costco okay, dome. I like that. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I saw 1980s The Blob. Yeah, and the way they did it was they lured the Blob into an ice skating rink. Mm -hmm. And then they just turned on the ice skating rink and it froze the blob. Yeah. Astrodome, Houston, Texas. Big old dome. Sure. Get the birds in, turn <laughs> up the cold. They eventually uh -huh. get real cold. Yeah. Gas them. These birds live in Alaska <laughs> outside. Yeah, you're going to get them from, from Anchorage, Alaska down to Houston, you, Texas. I, I don't know if you could get the, the Astrodome cold enough to bother the birds that live in alaska i am almost <laughs> certain hold on rice very good uh, point, I, I i do believe you're you're gonna have to do some googling because i am okay. almost certain there was a early 80s movie about a swarm of bees that was trying to get into a volkswagen beetle i thought you were gonna say i could have sworn there's a movie 
And it's about a bunch of birds a bunch attacking of, a bunch of bad news I can't, bears. I can't think of the the movie you, with the birds. Of, what was the movie with the birds? Are uh, you thinking of 1978's The Swarm? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, just see if you can confirm that the way that movie ended is they drove into, if not the Astrodome, something like it, and then they turned down the AC to below 60, and then they're watching carefully as it finally gets so cold that the bees are like, well, I don't know. And then they just leave it alone. Um, I'm almost certain that's a real thing. I think they use a flamethrower in this one. So there might be another. Oh, the, maybe the Savage Bees Probably. from 1976. Probably. However, I remember <laughs> it being a plot point that like the Volkswagen Beetle, for some reason, uh-huh. uh, uh, was airproof. And I'm like, I, I feel I like don't we've got a spinoff true. podcast already. <laughs> it's just Brian watching the- movies about bees and we call it bee movies. <laughs> yeah, there's no information about how the Savage Bees ends, uh, unfortunately. All right, everybody find us, find us that information. Get yep. it to us next okay, week. So as, you, as a matter of so, fact, uh, uh, everybody, but, there's the, the okay. world's foremost expert happens to be right here on YouTube. Very popular channel. Everybody hit up Mr. Beast and ask him about the bees. Yeah. He's primarily a bee man himself. Right. No, no, no. He loves hearing. He loves it when people ask about bees. bees. Uh, Bryce, uh, Costco Dome, uh, Fake I, Town. I like the. I like the dome. I kind of like the dome a lot. I think it, it doesn't kill the ravens. Um, it encourages them to find somewhere else to you know hunt and gather. Um, and then you get kind of a, then you get a cool little dome. You kind of get a reverse dome, right? You kind of get a reverse snow globe in Alaska. Yeah. It means you have to maintain the dome and the, and, and the existence of the dome does not mean that we could, uh, uh that, that you're free from the Ravens. They're pretty smart. They're going to find out their way. <laughs> By in. the way, in the chat, I see you as the link to the moment that they take the Volkswagen Beetle and they push it covered in bees into into the Astrodome. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Just so what was this? This was the this Savage Beast. made for, apparently. Yeah. Oh, this was the Savage Beast. Yeah. The savage yeah. Uh, and they are. All right. So we have a solution. Just that with Ravens, right? Well, but how do you get them down to t- to, to the Astrodome? You you shout tax out, breaks. Uh, well, uh, lots of messages. They're all like, ah, these are very plot sensitive messages that need to be sent by Raven. And do are there any ravens in nature who want to come by? So you're you're going to rely on the maesters? Yes, you're going to rely on the maesters to all send their ravens. All the Anchorage all maesters, all the maesters, calling use their all skills. Anchorage maesters. The Your is, help is needed. You can't just ask. You got to seduce them. We'll call them the maesters. Maesters. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. Okay, yeah, yeah. Family my, show, my, Brian. My, my wife is proud. It's a That's family fine. show, Brian. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Bryce. D- do we have an actual solution? No, this is just no, something that people. Just, yeah. Okay, uh, just a real problem. That no, we we're just throwing it out problem. there. So, hey, uh, Anchorage for free. That's what you got. Fake town, Costco dome. I, I thought you guys would go more high high tech. Maybe ten million dollars wasn't enough for it. Like. Uh, when I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, they make like little microwave guns or little like annoying, annoying lasers. You could like, boo, 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 boo. Oh, like, so you're, you're thinking just to discourage them. To get them go somewhere else. Yeah. Don't, don't. I'm actually, I'm actually for, uh, I, I don't know. You'd probably have to set a pretty reasonable fee, but I'm just, I'm, I say we, de- we deploy Bryce. 
price just goes up to Alaska and you just do exactly what you're doing. And as they land, you go, 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 get out of here. You're not, you don't belong here, Raven. Get out of here. And apparently that's what all of the people of Anchorage, Alaska are having to do as well. And they need your help. They need one more person. I'll tell you who else needs your help. Before you do, just one last, uh, throwing it out there. Look, uh, in Switzerland, everybody is issued a firearm. And it's, it's a requirement. This is what it means to be a neutral country is you have to be prepared to repel an invasion at all times. Just everybody gets a pellet gun. Everybody gets a paint gun. Pow, 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 pow. Get out of here, bird. Pow, pow, pow. What's the worst that can happen? Everybody gets, you know, I don't know. Everybody loses an eye. Well, what if like when you got your Costco cart, it just came with a little holster and a, and, and a pellet gun? What if that was your Costco card? They're all like, sir. <laughs> Are you sure you belong here? And then you pull back your shirt and there's just like a, a paintball, fully loaded paintball gun ready to go. They're like, you're inside. With the Costco right, logo yeah, on uh, it. Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Real quick, because this is more of a night attack digression. But uh, so my, my wife does not trust me to buy furniture alone. Uh, uh, because <laughs> so she she's armed decorating. you with a paintball gun. No, no, no. And, and, and <laughs> the joke we were making is that like one day I'm going to go, because I was going to go buy deck chairs and... Yeah. Uh, she was like, no, I want to uh, deck chairs, deck chairs. They don't have another name. <laughs> well, I mean, the chairs that I got were Adirondack chairs Adirondack. and you're all right. Okay. So, uh, uh, Brian is sponsored by big Adirondack. Exactly. Anyway, the, the point is the joke, which is now not going to be funny because we've taken too long to get there okay. is that Ashley was like, like, Oh, I'm just going to get a call one day and be like, I got the perfect outdoor furniture. It's a pile of guns. Here's what you're I know what you're gonna say. It's not comfortable. Well, we can get over it, and if we ever need a gun, boy, there's a pile of them. We sit on them during the summer, we mm-hmm. shoot them during the winter. It's perfect. Uh, that, that that is that is the level of my of confidence my wife has in me. Yeah. Here's confidence that I have in you, the audience. Uh, and that yes. is to go on over to patreon.com slash weird things. And uh, uh, support this program. I'm live in studio now, dude. So now, the, if people the, don't know, because the uh, the night the weird things audience may not know, like Justin moved to town. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm here. I am I am a resident now. I, I commuted. I commuted to work. <laughs> uh, it was it was, how, and I was late. How, <laughs> how long did it take for you to get over here? Were you getting annoyed? Where you're like, ah, hurry up, people. It's it's one in the afternoon. I don't expect this much traffic. Uh, I'm gonna explore a few different options. I'm gonna time it out a little bit, but no, our our You're location spot is pretty crucial. Like to go like, between downtown. I, I, I've already and this been place. planning out like the day that I make up an excuse to ride my bike over to your place because the last time I rode my bike over to a friend's house was a long time ago, and I really want to do. Dude, that. I think I think it's it's feasible. Yeah, you can go. I mean, we, we can get super local Austin stuff yeah. now on like which which roads to go down. But I think it's it's uh, it's great. Anyway, you can support this program, which is now going to be a lot more live and vibrant. And as soon as we get uh, Andrew on there, there'll only be one person that's being brought in over uh, teleconferencing. And, and it's going to be awesome. It will continue to be awesome. Patreon.com slash weird things. Thank you guys so much. I mean, if nothing else, we could guarantee it's not going to get less weird from here. Yeah. <laughs> like only more weird. <laughs> uh, everyone, take a take a big sigh. Or at least, oh. Oh, those bees, they all got frozen. Well, uh, uh, Na- NASA, the, uh, the eggheads over at NASA, 
Uh, gave us gave us the all clear. We're good for the next 100 years. Put it in the books, baby. We're, 100 we're, years. Well, I mean, I I know we're good, but good for for I mean, we're we're not just good. We're the best. What do you uh, think we're good for? I actually know this one. Okay, Justin knows this one. Uh, Brian, uh, I I think if I were to guess that there, this is a press release that is an estimate of. We're pretty sure for the next hundred years, the movie Gravity will not actually happen. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Okay. The, the idea that space junk won't collide exactly. and space create junk. a exactly. super space yeah, yeah, junk. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Uh, you're you're pretty close. You're pretty close. Uh, have you heard of um, Apophis? A p o p h i s. Apophis. This yes. Sound, this sounds I, like an updog. Is it related to an updog? <laughs> it's not an updog. It's not the Bank of America. It's uh, Apophis. No, it's my favorite TikToker. Uh, oh, okay. Apophis. Apophis. Uh, yes. What is, what what what's the sign? The big breakout video for Apophis. Uh, it's when he made fun of uh, Piff the Magic Dragon, and he goes, oh, I'm not a dragon. I'm just wearing pajamas. I'm not Piff. I'm a pofus. Um Well, I can see why he's so popular. <laughs> no. I got nothing. Okay. Apophis is an asteroid. We oh. are uh, NASA has finally removed the asteroid Apophis from the risk list. Uh, for the next 100 years, there was concerns uh, that it would get close to Earth in 2029, 2036, as well as 2068. And they have confirmed that a, quote, 2068 impact is not in the realm of possibility anymore. And our calculations don't show any impact risk for at least the next 100 years. Where do you think, like, if, let's say this was the opposite announcement and now we weren't all clear it was like no for real we're gonna have to be on the lookout for this over the next 40 years like is that an element of like global cooperation or or do we just start tearing each other apart like we did with covid well if only there was like a proxy situation where there was an existential threat that was global and all anybody had to do was stop burning things to solve it um, but that's more opaque than an asteroid, right? Yeah, but but it maybe it shouldn't be. But the asteroid, it's like all of a sudden you got a bunch of like, um, uh, well, take a moment to look at these charts. Yeah, I'm running the numbers my way, and I use a Texas Instrument TI-99 calculator, and uh, looks to me like it's going to miss. I don't see what all the fuss is about. Well, the only difference is, is that with an asteroid, it would really, it doesn't take the world to solve the problem theoretically, right? It's not like we all hold hands and hum loud enough and the asteroid breaks up in orbit. Mm. Like it would take a, a, you know, maybe global cooperation in terms of money and resources, but then it'd be governments cooperating like, and, and like theoretically, we'd be doing probably a lot of the heavy lifting. It would be like, you know, uh, being able to launch maybe out of certain areas on, on planet earth. That would be the larger stuff. But the United States, if we're going to send, if we're going to send the missile that blows up the asteroid, it's probably coming from the U S right. Um, maybe, uh, uh, it could just as equally be. So like the earlier you detect one of these things, um, 
the less you need to do to solve the problem. For yeah. example, like let's say um let's say the International Space Station. Technically, that's not the United not the property of the United States or whatever, but but it's it's enough mass that we could we could shoot some, you know, Falcon heavies up there with enough booster whatever to just move it and it's like if you get out there far enough fast enough just by virtue of hanging the out the nudge yeah the nudge will mean more the the gravitational adjustment right yeah. mm -hmm. where it's just like like just hang out near the asteroid get it to just yeah, correct course just a wee bit yeah. and then you've saved the day now the sexy one the one we all want to see the michael bay movie version is you know blow it up but the problem that, that, is that could create more of a problem. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so it's like, imagine one giant Manhattan sized mm. rock hitting in the middle of the ocean. Uh, we'll have a bad day, but imagine breaking that up into 3000 rocks that all of a sudden light the atmosphere on fire as they rain down all at the same time. But wouldn't, so, wouldn't they be more likely to burn up in the ass in, in, the atmosphere but, is, but, but, they, uh, the, the but, 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 but of it if is there's around. enough mass they actually ignite the atmosphere as a matter of fact uh the uh, what was it the K, uh, k2 event or the kl event i forget what it is the one that killed the dinosaurs yeah uh the latest thought is that there was enough mass that it, the friction ignited the atmosphere itself on fire mm. and you watched a ball of fire wrap around the planet earth twice and killed anything above ground. And then uh, uh, after that, it was a bad day. Oh, huh. Interesting. Well, so, you know, speaking, speaking of kind of extinction level events. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know much about the late Devonian uh, period? This, this, would be is, a this is the one with their, there was that um, Reese's asteroid that broke into pieces. This would have been about 359 million years ago. The yeah. late Devonian. I'm not here. He doesn't it. even want to. Yeah. He says it You're, weird, folks. This is, this is just it, to pick fun of He me. says it weird. Uh, the, the late Devonian. Bryce, what is, what is Reese's Pieces? <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Not Reese's Pieces. No. no. It's not hoity-toity like that. Mm. That's the fancy one. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> that's the work. That's the Joe, the old lunch mm. pail. Reese. <laughs> Shopkeep, please give me some of Reese's pieces. I knew we couldn't resist it. All right, go ahead. Reese's, that sounds like that sounds like royalty. That sounds like aristocracy. Reese's, please collect your Fabergé eggs. Your father almost stomped his Zapato. <laughs> so, so we had considered uh, uh, the 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 extinction level event at the end of the late Devonian period may have been. You know, kind of traditional, uh, uh, tra traditional things, right? Volcanic eruption, or or even an asteroid. There is now a new idea that it could that 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 period and the extinction uh, 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 involved could have been because of a supernova, sixty-five mm. light years away. What? Now this is further than scientists would have believed that a supernova could affect Earth. They believed that. Uh, supernovas between 25 to 50 light years away would be in in range of, of attracting Earth, but 65 is just a little bit further. Uh, just just a little bit further. Um, they they believe that the the ions coming off of a supernova could have affected uh, the atmosphere, could have uh, created uh, you know brought in radiation, um, which which would have led to the extinction of the the the, the organisms of the time. Uh, wasn't um, 
This is almost certainly a separate issue, but um, uh, a, a, a gamma ray explosion, if I'm remembering correctly, would be uh, kind of like a supernova, only it would just uh, like 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 a like a um, oh what's what's the type of nuclear bomb that just kills everyone where they stand but doesn't ruin infrastructure of uh, radi radian not, not, not a radi pulsar or a, 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 uh, mm, I don't know somebody in the chat will have it but um, but the idea that that a star could explode in such a way where it's just straight up just liquid Death. paper just wiping <laughs> everything yeah mm. well th this could have been like that with extreme a gamma uh, bomb from uh, the marvel comics is what people are saying i don't think that's what i'm thinking of but yeah uh, with extreme ultraviolet X-ray and gamma rays, these supernova could have deteriorated uh, the Earth's atmosphere, the ozone, for about 100,000 years. So for about 100,000 years, we could have just been bombarded by the off-put of, of the supernova. Can we? Oh. Can, uh, and that's what killed... Because I guess... Uh, all right, welcome to Stupid Questions by, by the gerbs. Like, we don't know exactly, like, if... There's no canonical like, and that's the crater that killed the dinosaurs, is there? Uh, yeah, there is. It's it's the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, if you look at um, uh, uh, Mexico from space, you yeah. see a very big circle that uh, happens to uh, uh, align, and it's because of the iridium that we see at a universal level across uh, uh, the entire globe that we know, like, that's where it hit. That's where it, and it's mostly underwater, which is hard to find and all that stuff. Also, thank you to the chat. It's a neutrino bomb is what I'm thinking. That's of. it. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I believe a gamma burst is what I'm thinking of in cosmological terms, something that would basically just just wipe life. Yeah. Uh, just just a white wave of zip and 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 Boom. everything is sterilized which which uh, mm -hmm. bring, brings me back to uh, and and for if we're heading somewhere bryce uh direct me back on course mm -hmm. but but man do i not understand anyone who says it's not our destiny to get the hell off this rock it's really hard for me to take it seriously there was a i believe a new york times article saying like no, it's irresponsible for us to leave Earth until we know how to run Earth. And all oh, we can do is yeah. screw up other rocks. If we we should Earth. be leaving Earth just to abandon the New York Times. That's, <laughs> the New York that, Times? That's, that's worth it. That's worth it. Okay. You know, just get the hell away from this circulation. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I don't think that it will come to any anybody's uh, a surprise. This is a very space positive. Uh, uh, space pause. Space pause, pro expanse, uh, pro expanse podcast. The one thing I want to get back to real quick though is about mm -hmm. that the, the 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 place in the Yucatan Peninsula. So, Bryce, based on what you're saying, like, is that like a like a lie? Like, if if, it, if it was caused by something else, like, no, do we now have another mystery to solve. The, it, so this is still a hypothetical, and this is specifically for this this time period. So I I, I I'm here to take it as full fact. Uh, so I, I like I like to find hypotheticals yeah. and I make them full facts and I repeat them to everyone I know. Which, which, my understand there are why... multiple extinction events. This would have been separate from the Yucatan. Oh, the Yucatan. So what what, what did this one kill? Uh, I mean, not as cool as the dinosaurs. I hate to break it to them, but like that Yucatan <laughs> one, dude. Dinosaurs dope as hell. If they got a bunch of sloths or like some amoebas or something, like mm. pff, whatever. Who uh, cares? Yeah, boring. I... Waste of time. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I guess we would have had, let's see here, uh, whatever this little fella is, a Tiktaalik. 
Oh, some kind of. Uh, it looks kind of like a like TikTok a, influencer. It looks like kind of like a, a like a salamander, but with a gigantic alligator face. And now you want to know what? I'm kind of sold. Pretty dope. <laughs> that looks awesome. Uh, you, I apologize. What? Why am I apologizing to? The the TikTok. No, 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 no. The thing that killed it. Oh well, so we. This is a hypothesis that it could have been a supernova. I like to say fact, but please go ahead. <laughs> it could have been a supernova about sixty-five light years away. The scientists are. This gives scientists something to look for as they are, you know, uh, going through the layers of of the Earth, uh, you know, from from that time period. Uh, they're going to be looking for plutonium two forty four mm-hmm. and samarium one forty six, which are not uh, don't organically appear on Earth. And would have been a smoking gun to uh, this uh, the, uh, to this radiation and the, these these waves uh, bombarding Earth. So this is one of those things where it's like I don't like to think about it at all because there's nothing I could do about it. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just a loaded gun, uh, uh, thousands of 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 uh, fusion reactors are loaded guns. Anyone can explode and, and destroy everything right now. Um, and it makes me think of the psychological phenomenon that happened in Britain during World War II. Uh, there, there would be there would be known bombing runs from the Germans, right? Yeah. Uh, you could hear the bombs. You could hear the radio saying, "They're bombing us. They're bombing us." Mm-hmm. And it truly was. Please be alerted. Uh, we're, uh, we're having a bombing. We're uh, having a spot of the bomb. There's a spot of bombs. Please spot secure bomb. your Reese's pieces. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, you're making that the fancy. It is the fancy one. Okay, all right. Um, but the uh, uh, there was a psychological thrill that came along with the understanding that there was nothing you could do about it, where it was like, we're being bombed, and I'm either going to live or die right now. And there are people after the fact that described it as like the most thrilling, most alive they've ever felt in their entire lives. Um, so I don't know, I guess. So does this story give you some of those, those uh, thrills? Are, are you excited that we could be, I mean, and this was a lot, like this wasn't like a supernova happened right next door and, and everything was kind of reset. This was, Hundreds of, about a hundred thousand years of bombardment affecting the environment and it the does, biodiversity of the planet. It does it does reduce my overall contrast meter where it's like, what's the point? We're all we're all gonna get just as exploded. I mean, we all know we're headed towards the heat death of the universe and some lucky few of us will have our heads frozen or be downloaded our consciousness into an android or whatever, but the odds are most of us are just gonna whatever snap at some point. A very nihilistic take on weird though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah. but, but, but it's also liberating. And then it's like, well, well, what's there to be worried about knowing that? that yeah, we got to seize the day. Right. Uh, especially when the day comes for us in the middle of the night in the form of the day from another star exploding. Exactly. Man, we're going to seize it. This is going to be, yeah. I don't know. It's good. I like, I like thinking about this kind of stuff. Like the, 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 the eventual limitations of, of mortality in society. Like that's pretty cool. It yeah. makes you happy. You're here. Like there's, there's a, a big empty building. And for the vast majority of the time it's empty. And every once in a while 
in the history of Earth, it's a skating rink, and every once in a while, it's your birthday. Uh, oh, like, oh, oh, I thought you were about to say, and in comes a car full and of bees. Comes, no, during my birthday, <laughs> in comes a car full of bees, and they're like, just hold on, everybody. If we get it cold enough, we're we trying should to stop still, the bees here. We should still be able to do couple skate by the end of the hour. Just, just let me put the words, the end, three, two, one, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it it shows you how lucky we are to all be here. Yeah. So so does human it, life is kind of a gigantic miracle. And a rat. I, well, well, and, and so so in that world, in terms of like substantive changes, it does reduce my tolerance for anybody. Like a, a, I think Werner Herzog was going off on some kind of like, well, we already screwed up planet Earth. What makes us think that Elon Musk is right for us to go to Mars is me, Werner Herzog. And then I'm just like, man, why don't, why don't you make a bunch of movies and let us go to Mars? Uh, yeah, I mean, Werner Herzog is he's his own. He marches to the beat of his own drum. I, I, I don't think I'm you could still tell me, looking for that baby Yoda. Did you see him? Uh, I don't think that there's any opinion that Werner Herzog could have that I'd be like, "What? Oh my! The director Werner Herzog? Okay. Oh my uh, god!" Re- real, real quick, real quick. Um, <clears throat> headline says it's a clickbait headline. All right. Headline says Werner Herzog, Elon Musk. Uh. Danny Glover uh, and uh, 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 William Gibson all yeah. agree. Dream blunt rotation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, I mean, do you click? Uh, or is there a better name you would put in there? Of the, oh, that they all agree or they yeah, disagree? Yeah, yeah. Or? Like, 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 would, would you not want to know, like, uh, what do they all agree on? Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, I, I, although I would say for all of them that they probably agree on a lot. Not going to Mars. I mean, I think they're probably all, I don't know where William Gibson lives, but I think most of them are California residents. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, we know that Elon Musk and Werner Herzog seem to be diametrically opposed on their opinions of going to Mars. Of going That's to fine. Mars. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, yeah, they agree that they love the McRib or like. Uh, or, or the Big Lebowski was the best Coen Brothers film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you could sit those guys in a room and eventually they'd get to something that they all agree on. I would, pres- I would presume that even if, if, if Werner Herzog is, you know, poo-pooing the idea of a, a trip to Mars or Elon's ability to do it, that they would probably agree on a, like, like they would probably find something else to, to agree on. Even the idea of the, the problems that humanity faces, they would probably agree. Okay. On. What level of crime would merit the punishment being you have to be locked up with somebody you disagree with and you have to write 75 essays on things that you both agree with ever tweeting. Uh, That's the yeah. <laughs> Everybody who has an account on Twitter has to do exactly that. Okay, all right. That's that. That would be that would be my that would be my crime. Uh, I, I'm a Law and Order tweeter. <laughs> uh, we got we got uh, an interesting one here. Uh, in uh, this is an interesting phenomenon that's happening in California and Nevada. Uh, um, bears. Yeah. Okay. Ba- yeah. Bears. Otters. Right. Uh, well, no bears. Um, what if you saw a bear? Mm. What would you do if you were out and about? There was a bear. You're walking the dog. I'd shoot it. You're on this. Okay, I'd shoot it. 
Um, with my latest Apple device because of its extraordinary ability to zoom in. Okay. I'd take that shot. Yeah. Post it on Twitter. Justin, you see a you see a bear. Get ready for your punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to write an essay. You'd have to write an essay with, with, the, with bear. the bears. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the bear's like, I really think you should ask my permission. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's kind of trampling on my privacy. Uh, uh, may I present you with this Cato Institute brief on uh, public ap- appearances? Oh, wonk bear. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I have a white paper that I would like you to read. Uh, Jesse, you're walking down the sidewalk. See a black bear. What do you so what I've heard is that if you, the the biggest thing is uh, if 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 a bear's around children, like then then it is evacuate, just move away as as slowly as possible. Otherwise, if the bear is just out, then the two things to do is a kind of make yourself very big. Right. And then use like, hey, bear, hey, like, like very like reassuring, but like forceful mm. language. Hey, bear. Yeah. Hey, hey bear. bear. Hey, bear. Hello, bear. Hey, bear. Excuse me. What's bear? going on? Bear? So, yeah, you, you, so you're going to you're going to be yeah, big. your arms go up and you go, hey, boo, boo. And I go, yeah. Who uh, wants a sandwich <laughs> now? Uh, now for both of you. OK, so both of you, uh, the bear approaches you. Yeah. And in fact, the bear is not growling. It's not roaring. It's not swiping at you. It's kind of cuddling up to you. I mean, am I moving? Sure. So this, it's, it's the bear is is not afraid or it seemed to be a danger to you. In this scenario, how bushy are our beards? How bushy would you like them to be? Very bushy. Like, like ZZ top bushy. Then there you go. Okay. Then I build a log cabin and I live with the bear. Okay. So the California Department of Fish and Wildlife um, have been reporting apparently about this condition since 2014 where uh, black bears are seemingly unafraid of people going up to them and not attacking them. Uh, they are, are uh, quote, dog-like in their behavior. They are they have a fearlessness about them. Um, and how, why do you guys think that that would be a case? Uh, why, I mean, why would you think a black bear might be more personable to humans, uh, may have ex- may experience lethargy, have low uh, low weight, might be a little smaller? I, I would presume uh, if it's if it's in some of these places where you are running into humans all the time, that it's it's literally been like socialized on on some level about as domesticated as we could think of with bears because. So, so like we've seen over the last 100, 200 years, sort of a, a, a biological pressure to uh, more timid bears uh, surviving eating For, all the garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, California has tremendous expanses of public parks where I'm sure people leave food and feed bears all the time. And, and that's just the, the way that, that there is now a strain, a noticeable strain of bears that are really nice nice ass bears okay a domestic nabs uh well uh the california department of fish and wildlife uh would disagree it turns out that they are finding that these bears um are somehow contracting encephalitis swelling of the brain just as good 
<laughs> I didn't say how we were going to get there, Bryce. I just said that they were going to eventually fork into their own evolutionary strain. That's crazy. Number one, California should know better. If they didn't want bears mucking everything up, they shouldn't have put one on their flag. Number two, uh, so so are they trying to treat them? You, uh, no, uh, no. Um, they they are finding there have been a lot of we're we're looking at a video now of of a bear. Uh, this is this is from 2019. Uh, going up to a snowboarder and just hanging out on the guy's snowboard. He's just he's just hanging out. He's asking for pets. Um, on after they examined the bear, they found that it had this encephalitis as well as um, an unrecognized viral strain within it. Uh, they believe that it is possible that a virus uh, is been making its way through the black bear population since at least 2014 um, and leading to this encephalitis. Okay, so. Hmm. Number one, mm. why not everyone? Why not? Why not? Why not? Mm, bear blankets for everyone. Uh, bear because, blankets? Yeah. Blankets to keep them warm at night that are infected with the virus so that they can be friendly to everyone. Uh, well, because the, the friendliness is not the only uh, the only thing going on. Do they die them. earlier? Um. Well, they, they just don't know enough about it. And they here, here's um, a statement from one of the, the, the uh, wildlife um, veterinarians said, anytime a wild animal comes into our care, the best possible outcome is released back to the wild. That's just not possible for these neurologically impaired bears. We don't know what causes the encephalitis. So we don't know what, if any health risks, these bears might pose to other animals. And so right now we don't have a good handle on why it's being caused. So it's, it's, we, we, we can't just, they the when they go into human care they can't just be put back in because they don't know what damage um in the, that infection might cause i mean like is it crazy to think that maybe they become the dominant bear and all the other bears are just called small brained because they're they they're, they're, these big brain bears are nicer to everybody and we can generally agree a better fit as far as humanity goes yeah and like in general like everybody has a bear but like they evolve from bulls which is what we call other bears that weren't domesticated that didn't get yeah. together. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that don't give hugs and, and belly rubs and kisses and you, you know, hang out with. Exactly. Why, why, why this seems like an opportunity. I think we should open up a pet store and sell these bears. I think most bears are still in the natural life cycle. I think they're still like hunting and gathering. Oh, look at nature. you. Yeah, oh. The natural life cycle. How about <laughs> this? It's natural that they get some uh, cut up filet mignon. Yeah, dude. Here. here, bear. Here, the, bear. Come get it. The natural life cycle of a Pomeranian is, is, is to, is to kill uh, 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 everything. Yeah. Just rain death. Right. Pomeranian. Just a, 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 the Pomeranian uh, fangs on your neck. More like Sucking your blood. Pomeragian is Hell what yeah, doing. these dogs don't huh? give a they rat's blood ass. Blood on their teeth. It's a full Eat moon. You. And so, Possibly vampires. Uh, so the black bear populations are not threatened in any of the places where they've been found. But uh, officials do say if, if the bear is acting friendly to you, don't. Don't. Don't kiss it. Don't kiss it. Don't kiss it right in the mouth. Guys, come on. 
Let's Maybe knock it off. If you see a bear and it's being very nice to you, don't kiss it. Yeah, whatever you do, just make sure to treat it with like suspicion and disregard. Yeah, that's oh, the best way to not disregard, integrate but it in a society. Please, yeah, please, please coldly turn your shoulder. Yeah, whatever it. you do, don't have like colorful balls and start juggling it in front of don't. them. Heaven forbid they no. would start juggling balls. And exactly, then you're gonna go on a two man act across the country, and you know, There's eventually there'll be creative work. You differences. Must never say do, 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 don't do, do, ever do that yeah. it'll activate them that's the sleeper teach them out they're all fire they're all gonna they're all gonna assemble and start a circus the concept of awesome bears is as old as <laughs> as bears themselves as old as the famous teddy bear picnic <laughs> a hammer a hammer a deal hammered away where the teddy bears have their picnic uh, so we got one last story here. You guys probably, you guys must have seen this, I believe. So back in 2019, the Event Horizon Telescope, which uh, takes the power of a lot of telescopes around the globe, um, uh, took that kind of famous donut picture of a of a black hole. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So about a, a week or so ago, uh, we got a new photo. We got a new photo of the black hole. Uh, here it is. We got a photo, new black hole photo just dropped. What do you guys think? That looks an awful lot like somebody just used a Photoshop filter on the old photo. It's 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 weirdly specific and precise in a way that is hard for me to believe. It looks like a uh, stock Mac uh, uh, screensaver. Mm. Well, the difference in this, so so this does kind of look like the blurry donut photo, but there's there's especially a big patch where you can see very specific bands, almost like like light trails or. Um, like even fur, maybe just like a very kind of brush, very sharp yeah. segment of it. Uh, that is because this is a photo of polarized light. Uh, this is this is a, a photo of of, of a light going in in a singular direction instead of in in all ways. And I, I guess that's what gives it some of the sharpness here. Um, uh, th- this is just I think it's interesting. We we have kind of a new um a new understanding of of. Uh, I, 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 my under, my understanding is that, um, you know, you don't see a black hole because it is, it is empty, right? There's like nothing actually there. Um, but the, the light that you're seeing is polarized light that there is so much, um, so much strength in its gravitational pull that it causes the light to, um, uh, uh, I wouldn't even well, know how it, to describe it it, it, but- it. it definitely, as I understand it, uh, the light spins up, it charges, um, uh, and, and ultimately, uh, something along the event horizon splits apart. I don't know if if you would say a neutrino or a photon or whatever, but at some point, but 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 there is a release of energy, most of which gets sucked into the black hole, but some of which just sort of evaporates out. So right. so imagine imagine an unending flow of planets being thrown into a black hole. As those planets mm-hmm. tear themselves apart, there would be a phenomenal release of of visual uh energy in in uh out mm-hmm. there uh so, something like this image here it, it almost looks like we are seeing a um like a a planet kind of shooting off uh rays um this is um the structure of the magnetic field along uh that the jet of polarized light so i guess the light is being affected by the the magnetic field here i i i, I just think it's fascinating um that a we can see such a sharp image now of a black hole and we have a better understanding of how polarized light, uh, you know, inter- inter- interacts with that event horizon. So, 
just a little update there on the black hole. Yeah. Uh, black hole, son. Won't you come? Um, I uh, think that we've got uh, all of our news stories here. You guys want to do some picks? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. A quick preview for what we're going to talk about on Weird Thi- or Sorry, af- uh, it's spoiler, spoiler time. time on Cord Killers. Invincible is great. Very good. It's great. It's everything I love about the boys, but just with the gruesomeness turned down just enough for me to get away with watching it with my 13-year-old. It is chef's kiss great. Yeah, uh, th- this is pretty cool. This is like a this is animated. It, and watching this, I kept thinking this reminds me a little bit of both. What was the was it Batman Beyond where he had the very slick kind of suit, but also the Boondocks. If you guys ever watched the Boondocks, yeah. it kind of felt it was kind of animated, kind of in between those two shows. But yeah, it's like an adult kind of superhero um, animated series, but not Amazon. quite as like X rated as as the boys are exactly no correct like this is more uh the boys the boys uh i don't know i i tried to watch out with josie we made it like three episodes and i remembered what the fourth episode had or maybe it was the fifth i was like yeah i think we're done that's pretty you get you get the gist (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then uh whereas invincible we've really enjoyed there is in the very first episode one very very intentionally over the top anime style akira graphic scene uh, but then outside of that, I found the rest of it super charming and really believable. Yeah, I I really dig it. Uh, I uh, I am liking watching a superhero thing that is not. Uh, it is based on on a on a graphic novel series that's already out. But I like it being kind of a thing that I just don't know what to expect, yeah. and not everyone is telling me how it's going to end. Um, yeah. So I I think Invincible is pretty cool too. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons plays essentially. You know they're. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> he plays himself, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, there, there is a group of superheroes, spoiler to the end of episode one, that is uh, murdered. Uh, but and okay. uh, I, I love yeah. the fact that... Uh, I said spoiler. Uh, I, love, yeah, I love the fact that the names of all the characters are like one-to-one, not even trying analogs. And then, uh, uh, and then under a different name with a different backstory... Rorschach shows up and it's great and he does exactly Rorschach stuff. It's awesome. Nice. Uh Justin, you got a pick? I haven't watched or read or done a lot of stuff because I've been mostly driving and assembling furniture. So my pick is a not pick. Okay. There we go. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ah. So bad this last episode. It made <laughs> Civil War worse. Episode two had the most improved trophy, I thought. And then episode three came out. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, you didn't like Baron Zemo? Uh, like full on like, uh, well, the one thing you've been wa- waiting for is what if I took this poofy collar and fluffed it up and then put on a mask? Now I look like a villain. The least offensive thing of, <laughs> of the entire, like just I, uh-huh. <laughs> an unnecessary rave that would like look out of place in a fast and the furious movie. Like, yeah. like that's, it's like, okay, so now we're, I thought, now it's fast and the furious. I thought, I thought but, visually it was a treat. I I, I thought uh, it looked like a oh, blade. No, Runner sure. Thing. Yeah. I think know. it really wanted to look like a blade runner. Yeah. Thing. I think yeah, it yeah. really, really wanted to do that. Well, I don't think sure. That it but it's like, 
and usually Marvel's really, really good at the green screen stuff. That was like, like one of those times where I'm just like watching it. And I was even, I was out of it. We had unpacked all day and we were like watching it in bed. And I'm like that, like, you know, like they'll do those things where it's like, Oh, did you know, like, here's where all the green screen was like, it's like the Shire or, you know, uh, when they're uh, doing something in star Wars, it's like, Oh really? They were standing on one little thing and everything else was painted in. There was one thing where they were like walking down a, uh, a pathway and it's like, no, that's all obviously like green screen. It's, it just, Story-wise, it was offensive. Uh, uh, visually, it was like not necessarily poor. It was just so out of place for the, the universe they've built. And boy, do I just not understand where they want to go with any of these characters. And I, it, I, it's made me actively less interested in characters that I otherwise cared about. In contrast to WandaVision, where I now want to know everything about everybody that was in Westview this ooh, I think I think they, they made the right call giving them the old swaparoo uh in terms of the order yeah I, and there's a lot uh, there's a lot of things where I feel like I've for, I've either forgotten things that they've set up in previous episodes or they're just characters from other movies that I don't know like I don't know the Zemo guy I barely remember the blonde lady who's at the end of this last episode I was like who why are we what are we even doing yeah with her I only recognized her because we had just watched like earlier this week uh the Winter Soldier and she okay she, so she's from that right she, yeah. she was the the friendly neighbor who is revealed to be a shield agent who is there to keep an eye on Captain America and then yeah. There's and then a, a startling turn to it, but like, yeah, no, Zemo is he was the villain in Civil War, and had oh, the like was... he's the one who organized yeah all of the things that made the Avengers fight right, and like the spoiler for that movie, the one of the most impactful things that I think the MCU had ever done, and this was them introducing the character of Black Panther, is now having succeeded. Zemo wins. Captain America and, and Iron Man are fighting. The Avengers is torn to shreds. And to celebrate, he goes up to like the top of this mountain where Captain America and Iron Man are fighting, and he tries to blow his brains out. And and like the, the big epic moment is uh Black Panther, like with his Black Panther hand covering the gun that is like in the open mouth of Baron Zemo. And it's like that's that's the emotional weight you put on that character like you brought in a in a a a superhero movie a credible moment where a character a bad guy was going to commit suicide and you had mixed feelings about whether or not it should happen before this other character comes in and saves him and it's like then he's just i don't know young sheldon uh in in this one and he's just like like i don't know i'm a rich guy grape Wupon, please like um let's go to the club i'm baron zemo like everybody thought i was dead until 20 minutes ago uh shows up orders a tequila aren't you dead you're like we're you know our type right you know it's me i'm crazy <laughs> these wild and crazy guys with me and Anyway, just, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, that's my, I wasn't a fan. I don't know. Maybe it'll be greater later, but I, I maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be fine. Later <laughs> maybe maybe it won't. Um, I've got a pick. Uh, I enjoyed this game when it came out a few years ago, but I did not finish it or, or 
spend too much time with it. And they've kind of um, revamped it, refreshed it. Uh, this is the uh, game from uh, Zaum called Disco Elysium. Have you guys heard of Disco Elysium? Yes. I've heard of the it. Name yeah. of it. I, I've heard it's the hottest club in the afterlife of the Greeks. Okay. Uh, so you play a uh, cop who shows up into shows up to a small kind of war torn city, and you are investigating um, a murder that is taking place uh, in between this large um, union strike um, in a town where there are no police, uh, and and um, uh, it. It, it's it's really interesting. It plays a lot like a very old school like CRPG. It is very dialogue and decision focused. Um, like you can get uh, your gun, um, but there's not like combat or fighting. Um, and I, I think it's really it's really smart. It it it, it lets you play in a, in in different archetypes um, instead of having um, there are like. Uh, how, how many would it be like 20 different skills that you can put points into. So you can spec into different, you know, you can spec into being a very intimidating physical type of character. You can spec into someone who's very intelligent and, and can read people. You can spec into uh, someone who is very good with their hands. Um, and, and that all unfolds in various ways as you try to solve, um, you try to solve this kind of gruesome murder um, while figuring out who you are. Also, you have amnesia. When when you showed up in town a few days ago, you went on this huge bender and forgot everything about who you are, um, which kind of gives you a good uh, chance to kind of set up who this character yeah. you want want to be. You got a lot of nerve coming in here. What? After uh, what you pulled? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, what did I pull again? It's like, ah, you don't remember playing uh, roulette? Oh, of course I remember playing roulette. Nobody bets on orange. It's not even a real color. Well, that was part of my plan. You had a plan? Yes. I'll tell you about it. But first, tell me her name. Uh, oh, wait, spoilers for ask. Disco Elysium. Jeez, <laughs> you're just spoiling everything today. So you write these, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so... You know, they the the game kind of plays out in a lot of dialogue stuff, and you're you're doing roles. You actually see dice on screen as you are doing roles. Oh, for that's cool. Things. Um, and uh, this is the 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 kind of revamp that just came out. The final cut um, brings it to consoles, and it's a free update on PC. Um, but what's nice is that they have gone in and voiced all of the dialogue in the game. It used to be a lot of it was dialogue was voiced, but not all of it. So now uh, all of the characters are voiced. And um, one of the interesting ways that they kind of have you tap into your skills is when you're talking to someone, your thoughts can talk to you. So the part of you that is uh, like your authorities, right? The the part of you that recognizes and sees or exerts authority will speak to you when you, you like. You, you can literally question yourself. Um, yeah, they kind of chime in, right? They, they're kind of like invisible um, skill roles that it's doing all the time. And you'll see when you get a good one, um, like, oh, actually, you know, the part of me that knows electrochemistry, the part of me that knows how drugs interact with the body are saying, well, you know, these, this person kind of looks like he's on radiation medicine or what have you. Um, and those also speak to you. And so you you get it, it's 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 really um, it, it plays off really well in terms of giving you um, kind of a strange take on the world, right? Like one of the beginning things that you do, one of your first skills is um, get a lowdown on reality. And so there's a lady that you can talk to who kind of like accepts that you have total amnesia 
um, and just says, okay, cool. It is the year uh, 1951, and you are on Revachal, which just had a big revolution about 100 years ago. And here is how government and society kind of look right now. And it, it does a really good job of, you, of bringing you in and being like, okay, they, these are, you know, some of the city, some of the world building, some of like the races of people and the way that the world is set up. I, I think it's it's really, really smart. And if you like those types of games that are both A, a murder mystery, which always is good for me, um, but also something where um, you're kind of in a small spot, but there's a lot to do and there's a lot to maneuver around. I, I think it's really worth a try. Um, it's it's gorgeous. Like the voice acting really, really helps, right? Um it kind of feels like you're playing a tabletop game, right? Where people are doing the character voices and you're making decisions and, and doing roles and stuff. I, I think it's really solid. Um, very adult also. Uh, just letting you letting you it's know. Up. Kind of a I, I love that art style. The art style looks great. Yeah, it's 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 super cool. Um, I'm playing it on the PlayStation 5 right now, which is actually a little glitchy, unfortunately. A lot of the voice things don't uh, trigger, which is tough because that's one of the big... It's one of the big selling points on the new version, um, but it's 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 really cool. It's it's a really cool thing. Disco Elysium, right on, awesome. All right, well, I think that's gonna do it for weird things today. Thank you guys, uh, Brian and Justin. Thank you for joining me. Hell's yeah. Uh, I'm Bryce, and this has been Weird Things. It's been weird. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.